0: Hello, my name is Justin Hamilton and welcome to Big Squid. On today's Chitter Chatter episode, Adam Richard is back to discuss Eleanor of Aquitaine. Start your week with some Chitter Chatter. Last year, one of the most exciting aspects of the Big Squid podcast was the Chitter Chatter segment uh, that was alternated between Bride and Coverdale and the fabulous Adam Richard. Uh, Adam's already been back for our first episode of 2023 talking about sharks. And uh, what do you have to start off the week this time, Adam? Uh, I want to talk about Eleanor of Aquitaine.
1: Oh. Uh, she was the 12th century queen of France and England um, separately, not at the same time. She married the king of France. Uh, they only had daughters. Um, and he's like, you're not being a good wife. Uh, and she's like, well, maybe if you weren't so pious and actually had a crack, there might be more kids. Um <laughs> <laughs> so they had their, their relationship was uh, annulled because they were too closely related. Um, <laughs> oh,
0: that's disappointing. So,
1: so then she married King Henry of England, um, who she was even more closely related to, but that's fine. Um, and they, like, their kids became kings of England. Richard the Lionheart was one of her sons. Oh, um, right, yep. As was King John, who was responsible for Magna Carta. Uh and she was regent for a while, like basically ruling uh, England while Richard was off in the Crusades and things like that. But what I wanted to talk about is like her life is amazing. Like she lived to be eighty years old, like in like twelve five or something ridiculous. Like she lived quite a full life, and amazing portrayal on screen are by uh, Catherine Hepburn in *The Lion in Winter*. Oh, like, one right, of my favorite yep. films. Um, which has I'm pretty sure I'm not I'm not reading things into it, but I'm pretty sure Anthony Hopkins and Timothy Dalton. Anthony Hopkins plays Richard, and yeah. Timothy Dalton is uh, the son of her ex-husband in France. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like it's kind of implied that they are uh, have had a thing.
0: Yes, um, right. Anyway. and this this is also Peter O'Toole, isn't it?
1: Peter O'Toole plays Henry. Yeah, yes. he's, uh he Who's having it away with someone else, and because. because Eleanor of Aquitaine was in prison for about 16 years for trying to (laughs) start a rebellion against her husband with one of her sons, Geoffrey. Yeah, it's it's quite a tortured family. But she... So she grew up in the south of France. Aquitaine is like was it like france was a smaller country back then aquitaine was its own kind of country it was huge uh big area and in the south of france where it's beautifully warm and you know gorgeous but paris uh where the king was was in the north and brr chilly um and she was not a not fond of the cold so she's responsible for the adoption of indoor fireplaces she had them built in all of her palaces and all of her places where she lived. Like one of her dining rooms has three indoor fireplaces. And this was at a time back in the 12th century where people would just light a fire in the middle of the room. <laughs> right. <laughs> the place would get choked, like, choked with smoke and or they just have no roofs on the things. And she's like, no, no, I need roofs and I need fire, but I don't want the smoke. And so, yeah, she invested heavily in the the open fireplace. So that kind of proliferated because of King Richard the Lionheart's mum didn't want to be chilly in the north.
0: <laughs> right. Wow. That's it's it's kind of mind blowing because that feels like something that you we, we should have been ahead of the curve on that. Yeah,
1: I know. But uh, yeah, no, like chimneys were a new invention. That was like what? Right. You can suck the smoke up through the roof? Really? That's a thing.
0: <laughs> and so obviously, it also started off as a a rich person's thing. Oh
1: yeah, the yeah. the poor were still sitting fire to the lounge room. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> Far out. That's really fascinating. And yeah. uh, and I'm guessing. Uh, People probably would like dropping dead at, like, 22 of old oh, age. Oh, yeah. and- The
1: fact that she lived to 80 is berserk, like, in the yeah. 11th century – the 12th century, sorry. Like, <laughs> she – like, I think she would have been close to 80 when she went over the Pyrenees, like, into Spain to pick up one of her many grandchildren and drag her back and marry her off to the, the fan <laughs> – Right. In like, like she was, she was forever marrying people up and like trying to get different families to, you know, form alliances and things. One of the, one of the worst stories about her is when she was very like, you know, towards the end of her life, like she, she went to live in like this, uh, it's called Fontreville, it's, it's where her, her tomb is. Um, is hers and uh, Richards and Henry's tombs are all there. Her tomb, by the way, is thought to be one of the earliest depictions in uh, Western art of a woman reading a book. Oh, right. I mean, it's probably a Bible, but she's reading. Like, yes. women weren't really thought to have been re- big readers, but she was always reading. She's always writing letters and stuff. Um, but yeah, so she went. There was a family who were siding with the French against the English and she, because her son, King John was going to marry one of their daughters and then was like, nah, I'm going to marry some other one woman with the exact same name right. <laughs> instead. And so they were feeling slighted. So they joined up with the, the English and her grandson uh, had sided with the the French as well, because he'd been raised by them pretty much. Um, and So she'd gone, she was touring through all of her dominions going, no, 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 John's fine, you know, everything's good, please stay on our side. Uh, And she got bailed up in this castle in a town called Mirabeau and her grandson was kind of leading the charge with this family who'd felt slighted and the forces of the French. And so she kind of sneakily sent word to King John and he turned up with all of his armies got her out of there, and then her grandson was never seen again. <laughs> right. Wow. <laughs> You're like, whew, that,
0: that is a bold move, Nan. <laughs> yeah, wow. The, the, the lengths that people will go to to save a little bit of money at Christmas, right? <laughs> right, that is great. Uh, thank you, Adam. Uh, where can people find you during, uh, during the week?
1: <laughs> you can find me uh, on the Twitter uh, or I'd have my daily Doctor Who podcast, Adam Richard has a theory, where things like this turn up. Like one day I was talking about Doctor Who and for some reason ended up rabbiting on about the plebiscite
0: to change the Australian national anthem in the 70s. You know. <laughs> you never know. You never know where a tangent's going to take you. Never you. Know. <laughs> Thank you, Adam. Thank you to Adam for joining us again to help kick off your week. I'll be back again twice this week, twice, that's right. Tomorrow, I welcome back author Garth Jones for a brand new Past the Amel as we discuss the movie, Sons of Steel. It is an insane movie, and I had a really good time watching it. I had a really good time discussing it. So, that will be tomorrow. Then on Thursday, writer, documentarian, and old pal of mine, Charlie Hill Smith, joins me to discuss his brand new comic, Crime Scene Australia. And that episode's brilliant. If you're interested in Australian history, our relationship with our neighbours and our past, and also, you know, maybe you're a little bit interested in in a sprinkling of my past, uh, starting off in Adelaide at the Bolts Cafe comedy show that used to be there. This is going to be right up your alley. There's a lot going on, but it's, it's really chunky. It's got lots of textures. You'll have a really good time listening to it. Melbourne friends, remember I will be appearing at the Melbourne Comedy Festival for two shows only on April 16. It will be a live Big Squid recording with Celia Pacola and Josh Earl, and then on the 17th, a one-off performance of Little Victories at the Melbourne Town Hall. Head to justinhamilton.com.au forward slash gigs for more info. And as a loyal Big Squid listener, use the promo code PODCAST to save yourself some coin on your ticket purchase. Thank you for stopping by for our latest Chitter Chatter episode. I look forward to spending more time with you again soon. Until then.
1: Potentially, your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home.
0: Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer.